because they've been more like parents to me, and I'm grateful and thankful to God for them. And that's just how they are. That's not just me. That's just how they are. Amen. They show love to everyone who is around them. They are, con they are genuinely considerate of others, generally considerate. They, they care about you. They don't pretend to care about you, but they genuinely care about you. They care about your plans. They care about your future. They care about your family. They care about your soul. And, that, and those, that's the type of shepherd, and that's the type of leadership that we need today, people who are genuinely considerate of the sheep. Amen? Jesus asked Peter, he asked him three times, he said, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. And Jesus said, then feed my sheep. He asked him a second time, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, then feed my sheep. And then a third time he said, Peter, son of John, do you love me? And he said, yes, Lord. Peter was exasperated and frustrated. And he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. But he said, I need you to feed my sheep. But when you get the transliteration from the Aramaic, the original, what Jesus was asking Peter initially was, do you, do you agapeo love me? Do you love me, that love that surpasses circumstances? Do you love me in a way when, when they don't even act right, when they don't treat you right, do you? Do you still love them? When, when they don't come to service, when they don't support, do you still love them? When you're working as hard as you can and nobody offers any support or help or assistance, come on now. We, do, you, do you still love me? Do, 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 will you love them when you, when, when you show up and it seems like you're by yourself? Do, do, you, do you still love them? When you preach your hardest and work your hardest and nobody even seems to know us, do you? Will you, will you still love them? Oh, when they talk about you behind your back and, and they run down your family a little bit, I, I, I wish you were in here with me. This will you, will you still love them? When you preach the same sermon over and over and over again and they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, will you still, will you still love them? When they, and then when they do all of that, and then when they need something, they come to your doorstep. And they ask for you to come out of your money and out of your pocket. And you do it willingly. Will you still love them? So, so when, when Jesus was asking Peter, he was asking him something substantial. He said, will you agapeo? Love them despite how they treat you. Love them despite how they talk about you. Love them despite how they support you. Because that's the type of love a pastor has to have. And I know for a fact that's the type of love that this man and this woman of God have for the people of God. Come on, put those hands together and celebrate them. Hallelujah. People who truly love God and love God's people. I, I'm not going to be long before you today. I'm, if you'll go with us to Romans, the 10th chapter. Amen. And... I think the young people put it this way. If you can match, match my energy this morning, I won't be long. Uh, if you can match my energy. 
because I was excited about this text. I was excited about sharing what God has to, for his people on this morning. Again, that's Romans, the 10th chapter, and we're going to be looking at verses 13 through 17. Those at Bright Temple know this is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. And that's what God gave me on this morning. Romans 10, 13 through 17. And the word of the Lord reads from the King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how then shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Lord, Heavenly Father, align our spirits, our minds, our souls, our ears. Lord, to be receptive in these destiny moments as your word transforms our heart. Lord, as our own plans and our own purpose and our own design for our lives run headlong into your word. Lord, you course correct us on this day and push us towards your promises. Lord, propel us along the path of destiny that you've designed for each and every one of us. And for that, Lord, we will not leave this moment unchanged. In Jesus' name, amen. And God bless you. You may be seated. Thank God for our facilitator, Elder Donald Fisher. Praise God for him and for, amen, Elder McGee and our elders who are here and present and missionaries who are in the place. Thank God for my wife. Amen. Lady Carissa Chrisman. And I thank God for Bright Temple. Amen. We, we, we're still post-COVID, and we haven't gotten the bus. We're going we're gonna to bring the bus back. Amen. But we did have a van. There was a ram in the bush. Amen. So I appreciate those who rode with us, who came on the van, who drove your own cars to come and support. Amen. For my Bright Temple people, will you just wave at me for a minute if I need some support? Amen. I know where to look. Amen. I appreciate you. Amen. Coming and making time to be here on today. I want to talk about, uh, for a few moments, the preacher that teaches you to call. The preacher that teaches you to call. And I'll get back to that. But let, let us break down this diorama, if you will, this flow chart of how we get from being sent to us believing, hearing, and calling. First, what it says here, it says, and it breaks it down, it's actually going in the opposite direction. It's saying, first of all, who shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, but how can they call on him who they have not believed? So you have to believe first. But how can you believe if you have not heard? So you have to hear before you believe. And then it says, how can they hear without a preacher? Before you can hear, there has to be a preacher that's present. And then how he, can he preach except they be sent? So to get to believing, there first has to be someone who was sent. 
And, and I, I, I'll break it down like this because I believe that God, God told the prophet, he said, before you were formed in the belly, I, I knew thee. So even at conception, uh, our God knew Bishop Fisher. He knew who he was. He knew who he would be. He knew what he had put in him. And see, that, that's, that's how God continuously sees us. And we've been dealing with this at Bright Temple about how we should need to see ourselves the way that God sees us. We look in the mirror and we see all of our faults. But what we don't see in the mirror is the same image of what God sees in us. Because just like the puzzle, I'll tell you, the, the puzzle, we see the crumbled up pieces of the puzzle. But God sees the completed picture. Does not yet appear what I shall be, but when he doth appear, I shall be like him. Please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. Somebody point at somebody and tell them I'm a puzzle under construction. I'm a puzzle that is yet under construction. That means a lot of times what we do is we create the framework of the puzzle. We go around the edges so that we can get what the template is looking like. And then after we get a template of the puzzle, we begin to try and fill in some of the pieces. And then as we begin to fill in the pieces, we begin to understand what the completed picture will look like. And the more we fill in, we recognize, well, no, this doesn't go on the left side. This goes on the right side. And, and, and oh, wait, the sky is up here, so this doesn't go on the bottom of the puzzle. This, this goes at, at the top. So although we have all the pieces, we're still trying to figure out how to put them together. Uh, so the, the, it looks like a mess on the outside, but, but God is working out something on, on the inside. And, and all of the power that he put in me is yet there. I simply have not put all the pieces together. Ah, uh, yes, I, I'm as powerful as God has created me to be, and, and I, I'm moving into the direction of what God wants me to be. But, so, but don't forsake me while I'm at this stage or while I'm yet putting my pieces together. The Bible says, forsake not the day of small things. And when I think of a small thing, you can put all of the puzzle pieces in a small box. But once you put it together, you need a little more space when you're putting it together. And sometimes in our lives, the reason that we can't continue to put our pieces together is because we continue to confine ourselves in small spaces. The space was large enough to hold all the pieces, but it's not large enough for the completed puzzle. It was fine when all my pieces were jumbled up over here, but now that I'm getting to a place where God is showing me and directing me and I'm discerning in my life where he wants me to go, I need a little more space so I can help get myself together. Please be patient with me. God, he's, he's not through with me. Reminds me of my, 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 my great aunt. It was... Mother Rebecca Britton. I think I was about 20, 20, 22, 23 years old, and, and I preached a message there at Bright Temple. And after I preached the message, she came up to me and she said, you preaching now? Basically, she, she was letting me know that, that before then, 
she's not certain what I was doing. But at this point, I might have filled in the outline. I had worked out the edges. I had created a template. And I was beginning to discern where all of the pieces were. They weren't all in place yet. But I understood that these pieces go on the left side and these pieces go on the right side. And I, I just had to say, Mother, be patient with me. <laughs> God, he's not through with me yet. And, and, and as long as I'm not complete, that means the only thing I can do is get better. Ah, some of you are, so, are, are seeking so much to be complete and finished, but once you're finished, that's your apex. That's as high as you can go, but as long as I'm under construction, baby. I wish I had a few folks in here. That, that means God is not through. God is not finished. God is yet working on me. So when you see me now, baby, just wait till next week. I'm going to look a little better next week than I looked on last week because I'm not finished because God is yet putting me putting me together. So if your enemies are mad this week, Ah. By this time next week, I'm going to have a few more pieces in place. By this time next week, the picture's going to be a little more complete than it was on this week. By this time next week, ah, that's why I serve a God that just helps and continuously makes me better. Ah, because God, he has already created the design. He's waiting on me to be ready to put the pieces where they need to go. Uh, because sometimes some of those pieces, uh, they, 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 they don't always involve good times. Some of those pieces are storms that help me get to where God is trying to take me. Uh, some of those pieces represent trials uh, that I'm going to have to go through uh, so that I can get better. Uh, and, and, the, and it's the ploy of Satan to try and cause you to get bitter in the middle of the storm. But God only allowed the storm uh, so that I can get better. So then I began to savor the storm. Mm, I, I, I don't rush through the storm because I want to make sure while I'm in the middle of the storm, I take every moment I can to learn everything that I can. Now, so when I come on the other side of this storm, I'm not going to be the same person that walked in the storm. I'm not going to be as bitter as I was when I walked in the storm. I'm not going to lack faith like I did when I walked in the storm. I'm not going to allow people to discourage me like I did when I walked in the storm. But when I come out of this thing hmm. Dorinda said I come out with my hands up Y'all rush me. I'm coming out with my hands up because I learned to praise him through everything in everything give thanks 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus uh, concerning you. Uh, that means uh, there were some times uh, when the storm came uh, that I lost my praise. Uh, but I've been in it long enough uh, to recognize that I don't have to wait uh, until the battle is over. Uh, but in the middle of my tears, uh, I can shout right here. In the middle of my storm, uh, I can shout right here. With people talking about me, I can shout shout right here because God has already given me the victory thanks be to God who has already somebody say already 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 given me the victory so I've learned to shout while they're talking about me I've learned to shout while they're lying on me I've learned to shout when they won't look at me I've learned to shout uh, while they're digging the ditch uh, because no weapon uh, that is formed against me uh, will prosper uh, and every tongue uh, that rises up uh, against me uh, shall be sat down. Uh, hallelujah. Somebody say put those hands together and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can, can, can you sit down? Can, can I get five more Kojic minutes? Somebody point at somebody and say, I learned something. Point at somebody else and say, now I'm better. The same stuff that used to work on me, devil. You're going to have to try something different. Because I'm better. The same lies they used to tell on me. And thought I was going to cry and go home discouraged. But you better try some new lies. Because I'm better. Oh, the thing that used to trip me up. I can step over it now. Because I, I, I'm better. That's why they told you to get vaccinated. Because all they're doing is vaccine. The vaccine is teaching your body to fight the disease better. <laughs> See, the first thing they want to let you know is that the, the, the vaccine helps you learn that there is a problem. It teaches your body that this thing that's in you shouldn't be here. So you need to get your defense system up. And not only do you need to get your defense system up, let me show you what works so you can fight it. So then if you do get it, I wish I had a few folks. Somebody got the vaccine and then, and then you got it, but you lived and you didn't have the same symptoms because you had the vaccine and it taught your body how to fight. Maybe you're in the middle of your storm right now because God is just teaching you how to fight. The Bible said, teach my hands to war so that the next thing that comes in my life, it won't knock me out like it used to. I don't even have to fall now under him that is able to, to keep me from falling. I don't have to suffer the same way that I went in the storm. But now that I've learned something, I've learned how to fight this thing. I've learned how to go to war. I've learned how to hold my head high 
I've learned how to keep my praise when everybody else is trying to tear me down. Somebody pointed somebody and say, I learned something. And tell them now I'm better. I'm better. Somebody just yell out and say, I'm better. Hallelujah. I'm better. I'm better. I, I, I'm better. And how, how did I get better? Well, 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 I got better because I heard something that looks different than what I'm seeing. And that, that, that's what faith, that's a test of faith. I heard something that looks different in my mind than what I'm seeing right now. Come on, Elijah, let me, help me preach it. Elijah said, well, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain, but I see a clear sky with no clouds. So what I'm gonna do is keep on praying until what I see matches up with what I hear. So when the young boy, and I, some of y'all gonna have some false witnesses in your life. When the young boy came and he said, I, there, he didn't say I see nothing. That would have been okay. He said, there is nothing. Go back and check the text. Not I see nothing. See is a basis of your own limitations. When you say there is nothing, you're saying there is nothing whatsoever to observe. So when I say I see nothing, that means my eyes, I might have bad eyes. I might have glaucoma in my left eye. I didn't put my glasses on, so I didn't see it. But when you say there is nothing, you're saying there's nothing to be on alert for. There's nothing to be seen. But the prophet, I, I believe he just sat there in his rocking chair and he said, go again. Keep on going back. I need you to keep on going back until what you see lines up with what I heard. So the boy kept going back seven times. In fact, the way it, it describes it, the boy wasn't just looking out on a ledge. He was having to climb up the cleft of a mountain and to look out over the sea. And I imagine he got tired by the last time he came back, before the sixth time he came back, he said, I'm tired of looking. I done told you six times. There is nothing. Elijah just turned around and said, go again. And some of y'all are tired. Because you done climbed up the mountain six times. Some of you are frustrated. Uh, because you, God keeps telling you to go a certain way and you keep going. But every time you go, you keep getting the same results. And, and some of you are at the end of your rope. You said you wouldn't go back. You said you wouldn't try it again. You said, I can't take, I wish I had some real folks in here. I can't take this no more. But, but Elisha told the boy to go again. And it says when he went the seventh time, it says he saw a little cloud. The size of a man's hand. And I want to let you know all the cloud represented was evidence. And because it was small, the, 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 the little servant boy was overlooking this because of its size. 
But all Elisha heard when he came back, he said, did you see anything this time? He said, I saw a small cloud the size of a man's hand. Elijah said, gird up thy lords. Find the king. Because I don't need to see the rain. I can get excited and run when I see the evidence. And I... God's looking for some folks with some faith uh, who don't have to wait for to get wet uh, to start shouting. Uh, God's looking for some folks uh, who will be ready uh, to give him praise uh, as soon as the evidence I wish you were in here. The sooner the evidence surfaces. I, I don't need to get wet. I don't need there to be a torrential downpour. I don't need to see lightning in the sky. But if I see a small cloud, I'm going to get happy because the cloud connects with what I heard. And I'm beginning to believe that I'm going to see that which I have heard. And if I can hear, if God told me I am the head and not the tail. I don't see it, but I'm going to keep on praying until what I see lines up with what I heard. God said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in heaven even as your soul prospers. I'm going to keep on believing. I'm going to keep on praising. I'm going to keep on shouting until what I see lines up with what I heard. God said, you shall live and not I don't care what the doctor says, but I'm going to keep on living until what I see lines up with what I heard. When I said, God said, you, if you have faith the size of a grain of mustard seed, you can speak to the mountain, be thou removed, and cast into the sea. So I'm going to keep on calling. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on declaring until what I see lines up with what I heard. I wish I had some faith-filled people in here who'll open your mouth and declare it right now. Whatever you find on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Somebody claim. Somebody give God some praise. Come on and put those hands together. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Everyone standing to your feet. I'm finished. My time. My time. My time is up. But I want to say this. Can I talk to Temple for just a minute? What we found in the scripture here. When we break it down, he has to send the preacher. The preacher has to speak. The preacher has to be heard. You can believe after you've heard. And in my reading of the scripture, and because we focus so much on verses 14 and 15, of the text, I almost forgot the whole purpose of what God was trying to say, of what the prophet was trying to say. 
Because if you look at verse 13, 13 is the purpose of the text. It's not just hearing. And it's not just believing. But if you hear, and then if you believe, you'll have enough faith where you can call for yourself. 13 says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. We don't have a pastor here that's just teaching you to hear. He's trying to empower you so you can call. So you can call on the Lord for yourself. When I say call, I don't mean call his number. That means you can call on the Lord for you. I wish I had some folks in it. You can call on the Lord for yourself. I love Missionary Fisher. She's a praying woman. But it may be 3 a.m. and I can't reach her. Y'all ain't going to help me in here. Pastor Fisher, he'll, he'll come whenever I need him, but I might find a point where he can't reach me where I am. But I have a pastor that didn't just teach me to hear and to believe, but, but he gave me enough faith so that I had the power that I can call on him myself. Whosoever calleth on the name. I can call him for myself when I'm hurting in my body. I can call him for myself when I feel discouraged. I can call him for myself when they not treat me right. I can call him for myself when my circumstances are lining up with what God told me. I can call him for myself. See, if I can call him, we, we can have a better relationship because I don't have to wait on him to always call for me. But maybe sometimes when he needs it, I can call on the Lord for him. Oh, I wish I had help. When, when she needs this, when she's discouraged, when she's hurting, when she's down, I can, I wish I would talk to me in here. I can call on the Lord on her behalf. Because he's just not teaching me to hear. He's teaching me to believe. He's teaching me to call. I want you to point at three people and say, it's time to call. It's time to call. It's time. It's time to call. It's time to call him for, for yourself. It's time to call those things that are not as though they were. And God is going to make that thing come to pass. It's, it's not just time to listen. It's not just time to hear. But it's time to believe. And it's time to call. Whosoever. Somebody say whosoever. That means you, baby. Whosoever. Call upon the name of the Lord. He shall be saved. I love the prayer warriors, but I can be a warrior for myself because I know how to call. Love the, love the pastors, love the, the ministry team. But when I'm down, 
I can call him. <laughs> see, what, see, if you have to depend on somebody else, then the devil just waits till you're isolated. Tries to make sure you're by yourself. But when he realizes that you fight too, I wish I had some help here. Just put your fists up and say, I fight too. Resist the devil and he will flee. I, I, I fight too. I, pastor's not here. The missionary's not here. I'm not inside the sanctuary. But devil, if you don't, if you start something, I wish you were here. If you don't start nothing, won't be nothing. I, I, I can call him for myself. Call him for myself. Because I have leaders who were sent. I have leaders who preach. I have leaders who taught me how to hear. Leaders who taught me how to believe. Leaders who taught me how to call. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise for his word. Everybody in this place, I just want you to bow your heads right where you are. I want you to lift up those hands. I want to pray this prayer first. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord, I am a sinner. I have fallen short of your glory. And I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry for all of my sin. Please forgive me. Lord, I believe in my heart. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ was crucified. He died and was buried but rose again with all power in his hand and today I claim him as my savior and my lord Jesus come into my heart and I'll make you my savior and my lord come on put those hands together and give God some praise hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you touch us. Stir up the gift that's on the inside of us. Quicken that mustard seed faith that's on the inside. That faith that defies what we see and causes us to rely only upon what we've heard. That faith that declares those things despite the evidence around us. We can declare those things that are not as though they were. That faith, Lord, that, that binds on earth and, and knows that it will be bound in heaven and, Lord, looses and releases things on earth and knows that it will also be done in heaven. Release our faith right now in the name of Jesus into our own lives. Lord, let us recognize despite what we're going through, Lord, we're more powerful than we think because, Lord, you have poured your gift on the inside of us and greater is he that is in us greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world in Christ's name we pray amen come on put those hands together and give God some praise in this place come on and give God some praise hallelujah Amen. A preacher that teaches you to call. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm just a puzzle. 
being put together. Amen. Yeah, the Christmas going to the offering. God bless you. Put those hands together and give God some praise. Saints of God, it's offering time. Amen. It's our time to bring our gifts as unto the Lord. Amen. If you will begin to prepare those gifts. Amen. We have a pastor here who's been here for 34 years. Amen. 34 years of service as pastor to this church. Amen. Many more years of service. Amen. In other capacities. Amen. We know he he was, uh, I know he was a choir director. He was in the choir. Amen. I don't know what, what, all, what all else he did. I know he had all that hair. Yeah. Amen. I see, I see those pictures. Amen. Him directing the choir and 